All right, welcome back. It's the Avid Investor Podcast with me, your host, Josh Adamack. And today we're going to talk about credit and compound interest and and um, the benefits of, of, of using credit and, and the downside and the pitfall of, of credit. Um, so let me start off by saying this. I mean, compound interest, it, um, it, it, it can be an amazing resource. It can be beneficial um, or it can be, you know, a killer for you. So uh, com- when it comes to compound interest, compound interest can either destroy, absolutely destroy your financial future or it can magnify and multiply your financial future. And I'm going to dive into uh, those details and, and what I mean by that. So um, uh, when you look at uh, credit, available credit, and you talk about, let's talk about credit and compound interest on the consumer side. So um, we live in a world today where where credit is readily available. Everywhere you look, every store you walk into, it's like, you know, you can't buy something without without the uh, the cashier saying, hey, would you like to put that on your, you know, Lowe's uh, credit card? Or would you like to put that on your on your Target charge card? Or would you like to, um, you know, you, you can't go out and buy something. You can't buy anything online without getting the pop up saying, hey, you know, apply for our credit card today. Apply for this. Apply for this. That. No payments. No interest. Um you know, whatever the promotion is at the time, get a $50 gift card or, or whatever, if, if you apply for the, the, the credit card and, and what, uh, what that is, is, you know, it's a trap. I mean, it's a trap. So there's, there, there's a way to use uh, consumer credit responsibly. Um, there's a way to use credit cards responsibly. You know, we use, um, uh, you know, we use uh, we use credit cards. I mean, you know, we use credit cards. We use available credit. Um, you know, when uh, uh, when the timing is right, when the opportunity is right. Um, you know, when there's a huge uh, discount available. Um, you know, if you're making a big purchase, you know, you're uh, uh, you're, you're furnishing your house, or um, you know, you're. Uh, uh, you're, you're remodeling your home or, or, or something like that, or you're making a big purchase and, and, uh, you know, you can, you can get a 10 or a 20% discount by, by, you know, using that, that store credit, that available credit. Well, there's two things to, there's two things to look at when it comes to that. Is there a discount if you pay cash? Uh, chances are no. Um, but if you can get a 10 or a 20% discount when you when you apply for that store credit and it's a big purchase, then yeah, maybe it makes sense to, to, to use that, that credit card. But the, the, the key is when that bill comes, you need to pay it off. Um, so what, uh, what the, what the, what the, the, the retailers and, and uh, um, you know, the uh, uh, suppliers want to do is they want to get you to apply for that credit card and then they want to, uh, you, you know, they want you to, you know, get that uh, that credit and then kick the can down the road when the when the statement comes and make the minimum payments. And if you look at 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 uh, a consumer credit card, I mean, there's no shortage of credit cards out there that are that are 10 that are uh, 10, 12, 18, 22, 24% interest. And if you look at, at, at an amortization schedule, what that purchase costs you, it's insane if you make the minimum payments or if you don't if you don't pay that credit card off. So that's what I mean when I say uh, uh, <clears throat> consumer credit can kill you. So, um, you know, a lot of people are caught up in the shiny object syndrome where it's like, I gotta have it now, I gotta have it now. Well, when you're looking at, at buying something as a consumer, want ask yourself two things. One, do you need it? Or two, do you want it? Um, if you want it, think twice, think hard. Um, do you, 
do, do you want it that bad? If you want it that bad, can you afford to buy it? And when I say, can you afford to buy it? I don't mean, do you qualify for credit? Uh, I mean, can you pay cash for it? Can you pay cash for it? Or can you, you know, put it on your, put it on your credit card. So you get the points, you get the rewards and then pay it off when the statement comes. If, if, if you want it and you can't afford it, meaning, um, meaning that that you're going to apply for credit, you're going to make the min the minimum monthly payments and you're going to drag that out for uh, who knows how many months or how many years. Think real hard before you buy it. So unfortunately, you know, that that's the world we live in today. I fortunately, unfortunately, whatever, um, you know, financing is available and a lot of people get caught up in that trap where where you know, everywhere they go, they they walk in, they want to buy something and, you know, they put it on a credit card and they make the minimum monthly payments. Then the next day or the next week, they go into another store. It's like, oh, I need a new couch for my house. I'm, I'm going to buy it. Oh you, you, oh, you offer credit for that? What, you offer financing? Absolutely. You know, I'll take it. And, and then you then you get another credit card and another credit card and another credit card. And then before before you know it, you're caught up in this trap where, where you know, you're spread so thin that you're making minimum monthly payments. Um, you you know, or very, very small monthly payments on all these credit cards to have all this crap that you don't need that you can't afford. So that's what I mean when I say, you know, uh, uh, consumer debt and credit compound interest can can kill you, can cripple your financial future. Um, if you get spread too thin, you take on too much and, and things you know, you buy things that you don't really need that you can't afford and you're making those minimum monthly payments. Well, guess what? Whatever you bought um, on that credit card, chances are pretty good. You might not even have it by the time you actually pay it off. So um, I know some uh, uh, this this may not apply to, you know, a lot of people that are that are listening to this podcast that are listening to this recording. Um, but it's it's something that 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 I feel the need to talk about. Um, you know, because there are some folks out there that, that can benefit from this message. And, and, you know, like I said, um, you know, when it comes to, when it comes to consumer debt, consumer purchases, uh, think real hard. Uh, one, do you need it? Um, one, do you need it or do you want it? If you want it and you can't afford it, don't buy it. Simple as that. If you need it and you can't afford it, figure it out, figure it out. If, if, if you absolutely need something, you absolutely need a new car. For example, your car broke down, you got to go buy a new car. You can't afford to pay cash for the car. Um, you know, you can't afford to pay cash for a decent car. And I'm not talking about a Maserati or a, or a, a Ferrari or something like that. You know, I'm talking about like, if you need a vehicle to, you know, get you to and from work to, you know, um, have as a daily driver if if you need a new vehicle and you can't um you know afford to pay cash for that car of course financing is available but you know think real hard um you know on what you're doing here uh do you need the fifty thousand dollar car or will the twenty thousand dollar car uh, uh work look at um look at the terms look at the payments um you know if you need to finance a vehicle if you need to finance any any large purchases it's can you buy something a little bit uh cheaper and and you know pay it off quicker over time and and i urge you when it comes to consumer purchases and consumer debt quit looking at monthly payments you know uh so many people how much down how much a month like can I afford it? And that's that's the world that we live in. Nobody looks at the actual the actual cost associated with that purchase. Um, if you're 
if you're looking at buying a car, it's like, oh, well, I qualify to buy, you know, a forty or fifty thousand dollar car, and it's only, you know, uh, whatever six, seven hundred bucks a month over, you know, seventy two months. Well, if you look at an amortization schedule over those seventy two months and realize what you're actually paying uh, for that forty or fifty thousand dollar car, you you might want to think twice on that purchase. Quit looking at the down. Quit looking at the monthly, and look at the total cost of the purchase and and once you start once you start looking at the total cost uh, of uh, associated with you know with with finance costs over amortized over a longer period of time and you realize that you know you're buying that $50,000 car but you're really paying 60 $65,000 for it over the course of you know 6 years or uh 5 years 6 years or whatever you finance it for you might want to take another look at buying a less expensive car um and paying it off quicker and again this is assuming you can't you don't have the ability to pay cash for a new vehicle so um look at an amortization schedule if you go to if you go to um and i i enjoy doing this stuff i'm a numbers guy i'm a finance guy um you know it's i i really you know uh pay attention to you know my my personal finances and in the business finances but if you go if you're looking for a resource there's like bankrate.com there's different calculators out there and i urge you from a consumer standpoint go go and and and, and go use those calculators um and, and see what something costs you and take a look a, a car for example take a look at at you know a fifty thousand uh, dollar purchase amortized over over 72 months and and take a look at, at what that purchase is actually costing you and then take a look at um you know a, a 30 or a thirty five thousand dollar or twenty five thousand dollar vehicle that's amortized over over 36 months or 24 months or whatever the, the case may be the payment is going to be about the same you know give or take if you buy a less expensive vehicle and pay it off much quicker um your payment might be about the same as 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 buying a more expensive vehicle uh, and paying it off over a longer period of time but what you have to look at is the total cost associated with that transaction so that's on like you know uh, car loans, things like that. When it comes to credit cards, uh, credit card payments, you just, you got to avoid that stuff. You got to avoid getting caught in, in that trap where, you know, you get approved for, you know, a Discover or a Capital One or a MasterCard and, and look at, look at the terms on that. It might be, you know, six months or 12 months with a, with a low interest or no interest, but, but what the credit card companies want you to do is rack up a big balance over the first six months or 12 months. And then at the end of that period, that that high interest rate, that 18, 20, 20, uh, 18, 20, 22, 24% interest rate kicks in and, and you're paying a, a, an absorbent amount, a ridiculous amount of interest on things that you bought that you didn't need, that you wanted, that you were caught up in the shiny object syndrome. So um, it's a trap. Uh, you know, consumer debt. It, what it boils down to is consumer debt is a trap. They want to the, uh, the the credit cards, the creditors want to dangle the carrot, and they want you to apply for the financing. They want you to get the zero percent. They want you to get the you know the point nine. Um, you know, the, 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 the rewards at the beginning, and they want you to rack up those balances. Um, 
and 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 put you in a in a, in a bad spot before you know it you'll have a 10 20 30,000 in in consumer debt and then you know that high interest rate kicks in at 12 6 months 12 months 18 months whatever it is um and and you're stuck you're trapped you got to you got to pay that off you're making you know your minimum monthly payments if you're making minimum or very very low monthly payments um you know all those payments are going towards interest and you're never and, and you're never never going to pay off that balance again look at an amortization, amortization schedule um look at a uh uh you know a calculator on on you know uh, bankrate.com or wherever you decide to go just just google it um and just just for fun plug in you know ten thousand dollars in credit card debt at 22 percent interest and look at that schedule see how long it's going to take you to pay that off and how much you're paying towards interest so um you know it's it's you you got to be aware you got to be um uh cognizant of of what the total cost is of something you know on the consumer side not just the down not just the monthly so that's what i mean by by you know when i say when i say credit um you know and compound interest can can cripple your financial future that's what i mean by that on the consumer side um you know if you get caught up in 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 how much down how much a month and then you know you're stuck you know you're stuck making the minimum monthly payments down the line or very you know you're spread too thin and you're making a payment here you're sprinkling a payment here sprinkling a payment there and you're not really paying anything off that's what i mean by it can actually it can cripple cripple your financial future so that's on the consumer side um uh and, and you know when we talk when we talk about when we roll into uh the investment side um the the business side how credit how credit and compound interest can can magnify and multiply your financial future um we just flip the table uh, so you want to be on the other side of that um on the other side of that so when it comes to uh, uh, when it comes to investing, um, and, and you're talking about compound interest, uh, simple, simple calculation is, um, an investment that earns 10% interest compounded, uh, doubles every seven years. So what that means is if you have a hundred thousand dollars and you invest that hundred thousand dollars into into an asset class or you know into something that is earning consistently earning uh 10 percent interest that hundred thousand dollars will double uh every seven years if if the interest is compounded so um what that means is is that if you're if if, if you invest $100,000 in something, you're getting a 10% return. Uh, as you're getting your distributions, uh, you're you're reinvesting those profits, um, or you know maybe you're not getting distributions. You have it set up, you know, in an investment vehicle where where it's automatically reinvested. That at 10% interest, your money doubles every seven years. So so you know you can do the math from there. Again, you can play around with with an investment calculator um, and play around with different interest rates. Um, you know whether it's compounded, not compounded, and see you know what um, what how beneficial it, you know compound interest and uh, uh, can be uh, to you as as an investor. So you know that's that's what we we look at it. it you know me as as an investor, I look at um, you know what's the return on investment, uh, what's the asset class, 
you know, what, um, what can I do? What can I do to reinvest profits, reinvest returns um, to, you know, create more passive income, create more cash flow, ultimately getting a, a better return on investment. So, um, you know, when we, uh, uh, when we talk about uh, credit on the, on the, in, on the business side, there is nothing wrong with, with, um, leveraging your investments and responsibly responsibly using available credit to to leverage your investments and and ultimately you know make uh make more money with your investments so i'm not saying that everything you invest in has to be all cash i'm not saying uh you know um credit is is not something that that you want to use for your business credit when available and used responsibly uh can be a huge asset to to your business especially when you're in real estate um or you know something that that costs a significant amount of money where you can do asset-based lending uh things like that so i talk about this in previous previous episodes, you know, when we identify a property, when we purchase a property, um, you know, or we're adding uh, properties to portfolio, we we have a certain buy box that we follow. Uh, we have certain equity requirements. Um, we have certain uh, target target areas, target properties that, that we purchase. And, you know, same thing goes when when you're um, uh, when you are uh, borrowing money uh, against those properties. So we operate under a, a private equity model. So the more, majority of our purchases are uh, and our portfolios are private, privately funded um, through our equity partnerships. Um, so we don't use a lot of bank financing. Some of our investors like to uh, like to leverage financing and and get a better return on on investment. But when we do that, I mean it's it's done responsibly. Um, you know we're typically uh, we're typically borrowing you know 50, 70 percent max. Uh, loan to value, meaning we always keep those equity requirements. Uh, we're not over leveraging our properties. Uh, we're not buying properties that are that are you know subject to market cycles that that you know returns can fluctuate um, you know drastically to where they won't be self-supporting. Um, you know when you're using when you're using financing uh, in, for your business and for your um, uh, you know for your investments. You, bare minimum i mean you want to make sure that that you know the properties the investments are self-supporting and um you know have positive cash flow if you get into an investment that that is you know providing negative cash flow because you bought it you think you bought it in an area where you where you think uh it's going to go up in value and you're like oh okay i'm good i'm cool with losing a couple hundred bucks a month because i know this property in two years once uh um, once, you know, this development happens or this new highway comes in or, or Amazon comes in or whatever, I know that this is going to go from, you know, a hundred thousand to 250,000. If, if you're, if you're investing, you know, based on speculation with, with negative cash flow, I mean, that's a recipe for disaster right there. So, um, you know, when it comes to investments, uh, there, there is nothing wrong with with using debt uh, responsibly, leveraging bank financing um, to to you know um, uh, you know 
fuel your investments and, and fuel your uh, portfolio. But when it comes to that, you just want to make sure it's it's done responsibly. So um, equity requirements, positive cash flow are are an absolute must. Um, you know, when it comes to adding uh, debt and adding adding financing into your investments. Um, so that's it. You know, that's that's using credit on on a business side. Um, you know, when it comes to to a, a straight you know a, just a just an investment. Um, you know, if you're looking to do like a cash investment, looking to uh, be an equity partner or something like that in a portfolio, um, you know, look at, um, uh, you know, look at uh, w what you're investing in. I mean, you know, it, it, are you investing in something that is, is, you know, or first off, what are your goals um, and what are, what is your um uh, what is your risk tolerance uh, for what you're investing in? So if you're looking to be a passive investor, looking for a return on investment, um, you know, and you, you're in the position where, you know, I've worked really hard for my money. I've taken my risk in my business, um, you know, my, my family. Uh, for the last several generations has worked very, very hard um, to to build up our the, the, the wealth of our family. Um, are you in a position uh, where you just want, you know, somewhere to place your money that's going to be safe, secure for the long term? Um, or, you know, are you taking a chunk of that portfolio and say, you know, I'm 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 willing to risk this. I'm willing to risk this 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 part of the investment. Um, you know, I think this could play out, but but I know I know the risk reward ratio. So you got you got to look at that. Um, and then you know when it comes to uh, you know a passive investment, um, you know if you're looking at ROI, uh, what's the return on investment? Um, you know, again, you know if you're if you're looking at a uh, uh, ten percent you know return on investment. Uh, compounded, that's going to double every seven years. I mean, that's huge. You know, that's, that's how you, that's how compound interest works for you. Uh, that's how compound interest uh, uh, benefits you uh, on the investment side. So, uh, but when you're looking as a, as a passive investor, you're looking at an opportunity, um, you know, look at, look at the risk reward ratio and, you know, what are your targets? What are your goals? Uh, what are your ambitions uh, as an investor? Um, are you looking for somewhere to, you know, put your money where you know it's safe, it's secure for the long term? Um, or are you looking to, you know, get higher returns and take the risk that, uh, that, that, that goes along with that? So um, when you are coming in as as a passive investor into an investment, you have the ability to, you know, pick and choose, um, you know, and, and, you know, allocate your your investments over over different portfolios, you know, maybe you take a chunk of your portfolio, and, uh, you know, putting it put it in something that's speculative, that's risky, but then you take a, a, a larger chunk of your portfolio, and put it in, you know, something that's safe, secure, um, long term investment. And then if you look at the uh, you know the balance you know if if this uh if this speculative uh investment 
pays off. It, you hit your targets, you hit your, you hit your metrics on the investment, and then you got your safety and security. Look at the blended return over your entire portfolio. That's, um, you know, that's, that's, that's how we win as investors. Um, there's nothing wrong with taking some risk. Uh, there's nothing wrong with, uh, with, with safety and security. And there's absolutely nothing wrong with, with, you know, a blended portfolio, blended investment, um, you know, in, in different assets, different asset classes, things like that. So, uh, you know, again, that's, that's how we get, that's how we get as, as investors, we get, compound interest we get interest uh we get uh credit to work to our benefit to magnify and multiply our financial future and i felt the need um to to talk about this today both from from a consumer standpoint and an investor standpoint because you know bottom line is like you can't you can't you know pull up your phone, you can't open your computer, you can't, you know, look on TV, you can't walk into a store, um, you know, without being, um, you know, offered uh, financing and offered credit. And I just wanted to really hammer home that, that, you know, be very, very uh, cognizant and aware of, of, you know, what that, what that actually means to your financial future. Um, and, you know, uh, understand everything that's involved with that understand that you know consumer consumer debt is a trap um you know it, it again i just i, I want to hammer home that consumer debt when when used improperly um you know consumer debt when when you know used um can cripple your financial future um compound interest is is you know it's it's designed so the banks win um you know and but when you when you look at that that um how compound interest works and you shift to the investor mindset, compound interest. I mean, it, it's a game changer investing, uh, getting a good return on investment, taking those returns and reinvesting, uh, them into more assets, uh, buying more assets. They're going to produce uh, a good return on investment, positive cash flow. I mean, that's how you win. Um, that's how you create, that's how you magnify and multiply, uh, your financial future look at investments that that you know are are say in my opinion majority of your portfolio should should be you know safe and secure uh for the long term positive cash flow equity requirements uh a, a, a strong predictable uh return on investment and that's how you win that's how you win and and get the um get the, the the compound interest and the interest to uh, magnify and multiply your financial future. So that's it for today. Um, you know, I thank you guys for, for tuning in. Uh, I thank you for taking the time out of your day to, to listen to this message. And again, uh, please connect with me. Um, you know, please, please find me on social media. Um, send me a message, send me a DM, um, you know, reach out to me. Uh, let me know if, you know, drop a comment. Let me know if you found value in the messages in, in the, the recordings, the, um, the messages that I'm getting out there. And uh, two, you know, if you have found value in this, all I ask in return is that you can, that you share it with somebody that can benefit from the message that I'm delivering. So uh, copy, uh, 
copy, paste, you know, send the link um, to a friend, to a colleague, whatever, share it on social media. Uh, and then again, reach out to me, give me some feedback on, you know, what you think of these recordings. Uh, let me know, you know, what, um, what you'd like me to talk about here moving forward and we'll sign it up. We'll get it, we'll get it going. We'll get it on the list. So thank you guys for tuning in and, and have a great day.